0: And now, live from the new house in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Alison Rosen is Your new Best Friend show tonight. Alison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian whose time away from Twitter has given her the mistaken notion that humanity isn't completely infested with rotten little devils. It's Renee Colbert, and he's a comedian who likes to ask the big questions: What is reality? What is the self? And is there a single Imagine Dragons song better than even the worst Creed or Nickelback song? It's David Huntsberger. Chef Jeff is here to baste your butterballs. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board love bus. Say hello to your best friend, How's it, Rosie?
1: Hello, my little pumpkin dump cakes with fresh whipped cream. That carbohydrate was sent in by Krista Lawrence. I don't exactly know what a dump cake is, but it appeals to me on so many different levels. That was sent in on Patreon, Patreon.com slash Rosen. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.
2: I felt <laughs> like I cut I felt like I cut Jeff off. <laughs> so I was giving him
1: Patreon. 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 There Patreon. it is. <laughs> That's right. Jeff, don't you dare clean that up. (laughs) That's good stuff. (laughs) Um, Welcome to another Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. I'm very excited with who we have here tonight. It's one of my favorite
2: crews. Hello, Renee. Well, hello. <laughs> I, here's what I was hoping for: is you're going to be like so excited David's back. But first, let's say hi to Renee just real no. quick. <laughs> well, that's how I felt.
1: <laughs> I just didn't think I should say I just, it. I just didn't want to really drive that home. <laughs> yeah. but I think we all know what I meant. <laughs> I'm glad I'm so transparent. <laughs> hello, welcome back, oh, David.
3: Good to be back.
1: Good spend to see some all time. Faces. Yeah, I'm in the new house now. Everything's different.
3: i I know you're looking
1: pregnant i feel i was wondering actually as i waddled to and fro in my room (laughs) putting on clothing i thought i wonder if i am if i seem significantly more pregnant to david because i feel significantly more pregnant than yesterday yeah you do yeah i feel that way Mm -hmm. and your hair looks more luscious than ever it's um it's settled into like a shoulder length style now
3: yeah I, I think it just stays there now it's not like a child growing within me that's inevitably going to continue to enlarge <laughs> the hair's just like we're, let's just cool it
1: well inevitably it'll come out hopefully <laughs> the child that is <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. just keep enlarging although it feels like it yeah i mean who knows who knows maybe i think elephants gestate for like two years or something Oof. and maybe i will too hello daniel <laughs>
0: two years
1: i think so Or maybe whales. Something big does that for a long time. Maybe giraffe. No, giraffes I think are, I I really don't know. We'd
0: probably be better off. I mean, it'd be hard on the moms.
2: I couldn't do it. Wait, in this scenario, do they come out as like a one and a half year old? No, they See, still come out as a zero. Oh yeah.
3: All right. It would be nice if they're a little more capable than they can. Most yeah. other mammals, they come out and it's, I used to do a joke about when they hit the ground and they're like, all right, we're- Let's do this. Those wolves over there hate us. Let's run. <laughs> yeah. And you got to just be ready. Like, I just got here. But humans, you know, like a long time of just getting carried around. I know. Maybe we're just
1: stay in there. We're yeah. a little closer to like kangaroo, koala, joeys yeah. Yeah. Than, uh, than baby other mammals. Um, At this class that we took, they were – or actually more than just at this class. They refer to the first three months outside the womb as the fourth trimester because I don't know if this is true or if this is just like what hippie birthing people say, but really the baby needs like another three months in there. But I guess because of the the head size is so big that – we wouldn't be able to give birth to them. You'd so think they come that out nature early.
0: would just make your vaginas bigger. Yeah. Rather You're than right. make it so that we're born early. Sure. You know?
3: Shrink up those heads like, um, you know, external hard drive style. Yeah. They yes. keep getting smaller. Shrink yeah. up those heads.
1: We don't even You're need right. them anymore. You, You're right. the- you can just put it into the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking about this this idea of just making the vaginas bigger.
2: But yeah, wouldn't know. it be difficult to create the kid in the first place? Isn't that less enticing for the gentleman? Oh, right. If we had big, mm-hmm. flappy vaginas. God, yeah, yeah. God,
0: God is a man. So he's like, no. <laughs> now let's fellas, that- <laughs> I got you.
1: <laughs> but I get what you're saying because the vagina does expand. This is, I mean, I shared this before, but Daniel watched the birth and he was like, your vagina was huge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <did> I say- <laughs> yes, you did like more than once. and then i saw a photo and i have to agree it was like whoa a lot um but so it does expand quite a bit so you think it could just expand a little more to accommodate this baby and then the baby could be born i think it has
0: less to do with the vagina more to do with the pelvic
2: bone
1: oh right
0: Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: let's expand those too yeah Yeah. while we're at it
2: exactly do a little renovation
0: god (laughs) (laughs) come on
1: Hello, Daniel. Welcome to the show. Hi. How's it going?
0: It's going well.
1: Great. (laughs) Hi, Jeff.
0: (laughs) Sorry.
4: Hey, Allison. Do you have any hot Black Friday offers?
1: And you get $50 off your first (laughs) set. (laughs) Oh. I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> I,
4: I forget. It to say Is be
3: Shetland
1: pony. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> right. I don't remember what it was, but it was an ad reset that we had to do because
1: because mm, someone said, said Shet. shit <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for the first time, I'm remembering at the top of the show Ben Glebe's suggestion to give out people's Twitter handles at Good the job. beginning oh. so that they can tweet along with us as they listen. Or Where's tweet-
4: the milkshake?
1: <laughs> what was that? That's Ben where's the milkshake <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Renee I know you're off Twitter do you care to share your yes, t- sure yeah it's, if I ever I go back on I'll definitely reply in two years uh, at Renee Colvert okay it's me David as I know. as you know
3: you- I can't be found okay <laughs> This I'm gl- is this really, is but you're referencing a tweet. I do do tweets, so good luck finding me because yeah. I had that really, really great uh, Imagine Dragons one.
0: Mm-hmm. Impossible to find. Yeah, that was a real David Huntsberger original. Did you show. even
1: yeah. were you even sure that it was his, or were you just like that? Feels like David Huntsberger. I bet that's who it was.
0: I thought. I thought. What would he tweet right about now? <laughs> <laughs> it felt like an Imagine Dragons uh, tweet, and mm-hmm. I was right. I yeah. looked it up. Yeah,
3: man. You, we have a certain synergy that yeah. can be felt especially through twitter yeah i, do. I get you on twitter I do.
2: wait what was the joke can i hear it real quick well it was prefaced with
3: like oh on one of these days where there's not massive political news or a natural disaster or mass shootings oh, i'd like to take it back to old twitter and posit that David, every I'm so ima- sorry. i know every every reply was just like i have bad news there were two mass shootings today <laughs> yeah so Don't I was ever like, say that. That's the yeah. new benchmark for a good day when I can get out my yeah. Sweet Imagine Dragons tweet. <laughs> so, Forgive What was the tweet? It was just that I think every single one of their songs is worse than any Nickelback or Creed song. <laughs> yeah, that's I
5: true. I hate every note they've played. And I
3: should support them. I think they're from Nevada. It's just the worst. And I hate that it... I think there's too much other stuff happening now <laughs> for people to give the appropriate attention. Like, get this the fuck off the radio.
1: This is so bad. There's <laughs> People are really into them, are they, they?
3: are. And it just... it's There's a whole... Someone did a um, tweet the other day about this article that was written about how we've just sort of accepted. Oh, that's very on brand. Things that used to get looked at as like that is purely just marketing, right? Just commercial. Now, like so, the concept of selling out is kind of gone, and we sort of appreciate like these vapid and sippid sort of like, hey, the rocks a movie star, and he tries his best, and all these things that are just big, smash them up, whatever. They have no. Uh, heart to them whatsoever Mm. i feel like imagine dragon slides i'm real fired up i I apologize (laughs) no no we love it i love fiery david (laughs) it's too much (laughs) but i i just can't stand it i i I feel i'm sure they're nice fellas i and i try not to bring that sort of negativity into the world particularly twitter's too much of that so i was like i gotta do it you had to get it off your chest people have more importance i feel like there was a nice period where people were just listening like I don't like this and then they put together an attack plan and then before you know it Nickelback's like not on the radio anymore they just are a, a joke they've been shunned yeah. oh, wait been shunned. do you like Nickelback? I don't and I <laughs> I feel like it's kind of appropriate what happened to them. Because they seem yeah, silly. See. They seem okay. silly. And it feels like, that. Ah, okay, good. There's some balance, some justice where like people went, no, no, no. You don't get to slide into the artistic landscape and pretend like you belong there. Get the
1: hell out of there, Right. Chad Kroger, if that's your name. I yeah. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Out of here.
3: Get out of here. Get the bricks. bricks. <laughs> but it doesn't seem to be happening with these uh dragons characters
0: i couldn't
1: (laughs) i I have to admit i also couldn't but i feel like we've heard them in commercials probably well that's it Mm -hmm. that's how
0: these bands break you know and it's it's almost like
1: i don't know this yeah i mean it's just totally inoffensive except to david you can hear it Uh, at any mall in
0: the world but that's just it i think a lot of pop music and i include rock and roll in that now because it basically is all pop music is just soundtrack to shopping at Walmart. Mm -hmm. I make the joke about that being what Taylor Swift is. Taylor Swift is like the soundtrack to Walmart shopping, but it kinda all is. Yeah.
1: But wait, what was this article that you're talking about? Because I love stuff like that. Yeah,
3: Josh Radner retweeted it and someone had written,
1: it didn't feel necessarily like
3: a think piece, but it was very well written and just sort of like, the very the end was sort of like the very concept of selling out is is sort of beyond that and yeah, it feels like we're the giant that. corporation yeah. sort of winning mm-hmm. which I also weirdly and this is gonna raise some hackles you love
0: giant corporations
3: <laughs> exactly team corporations but the more we're like and again this is gonna be this is gonna be a hot button thing I'm but, holding onto my hackles okay. so they don't fly away <laughs> yeah, yeah. let them let em rip but I do find this uh, and obviously I'm a big supporter of look how you want to look feel comfortable with how you are but right. with the idea that like I'm ultra plus sized and I'm I'm a model. I should be a model. We're sort of normalizing a body type that, from time to time, can be um, larger, which is fine. But companies like General Foods, <laughs> General Mills, Kraft—the companies that are like oh, you think poisoning their our interest, children? They interest. love it. They're like, oh, I never like, about that. Childhood obesity—that's not so bad. They grew up into these adults, and they're they're foxy now. So that that dichot- I'm gonna get a lot makes, of you, hate makes you it makes you feel uneasy. Are.
1: I understand what you're. I think you might get some blowback on that one. Yeah, because I do think the message of look at these plus-size models is one that is inclusive and makes most women feel better because most women feel like they can't fit that ideal. Yeah. At the same time, I do I never th- I didn't think about the sort of dark underside of that, which is there are all these, you know, corporations who are putting out super un- like the f- the f- if you are not rich the food that is accessible to you is super bad for you. It's incredibly yep. awful. Mm-hmm. And the UK did like a good job. Like it's expensive of, to eat light. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah.
3: Salt, sugar, fat is really great if you want to uh, sort of get Seasoning to know your that. No, just reading about how there was at one point uh, like those eleven giant food. There's, there's like everything else. It gets. There used to be 128 oil refineries. There were way more like slaughterhouses. Everything eventually just gets to be like three giant companies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like – there were 11 at the time that the book was sort of referencing this story. And one person got up in front of the billionaires, a room full of people that dictate food specifically to Americans. We're like, this is becoming a problem. We are – I mean children are so unhealthy and I think we have a moral obligation. And everyone kind of clapped and it was one of those Jerry Maguire moments. Mm -hmm. And then an older guy got up after him and was like, human beings choose what they put in their bodies. We Mm -hmm. just make stuff Mm -hmm. that taste Mm -hmm. good. And it was kind of the end of it, where like there's this arms race for getting it, it three feet off the ground, so kids walk by it and they go, ah, that's a rabbit. Mm-hmm. It's just just plowed full of sugar yeah. and salt and fat on these outrageous rates. And in the UK, they like they um, they put limits on it, and all the food companies go, we can't, we, we if we can't have these numbers where we have them, we will we will cease to be in business. And so there's no regulation really on it yeah. Whereas in the UK, they're like, you can't put that much sodium in. You're
0: killing people.
1: And po-
3: they still manage to sell stuff there. Daniel,
1: where do we reach you if people want to want to hit you up about what <laughs> David's saying?
0: <laughs> well, you can reach me at Nabisco.com <laughs> where I'm an executive. No, uh, at Daniel Quants. Let's Quants get- on the snappy. Yeah, let's really get those right. follower counts up. You know, let's, let's really, I'm trying to, I'm going for 250,000 this year. <laughs> Ooh, wow. New You'll or get total? New, just total. Wow, I'll go for new. Get... I'm at around 3,000. Some you Snuculos. Like At 4,000. Close to 4,000. I dropped because I tweeted a lot about Justice Kavanaugh. I lost a lot of followers. Mm, sure. We'll uh, come back. But it's, it's all good. Jeff. Don't mind. Where do
1: we find you? <laughs>
4: <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram.
1: You're back. Yeah, yeah. Using
4: none of them. At Colonel Jeff Fox.
1: (laughs) And I am at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And you guys, my parenting podcast with Greg Fitzsimmons for people who do or don't have kids. A lot of love from people who don't have kids, which makes me feel good. That is available now called Childish. Get it wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, we're Childish Pod on Twitter and Instagram. So follow me everywhere. Leave reviews everywhere. I have some news. I have some hot, breaking news. That's a poor, choice news. Of, ooh, it's a poor choice of words. I you have just got Fitzdaugh. some fresh news about my teeth. Some. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Teeth <laughs> 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 <Chief> Outland 2018.
3: <laughs> it's the news with Allison. Allison knows he's your best friend.
1: And I only share it because I know that you guys are invested in the saga of my teeth. Yeah, my teeth yes, peaks. of course. My enamel loss, It's I miss my tooth peaks. Yeah. The millimeter count. Exactly. <laughs> What's the update? What do we got? We got good and bad. Uh-oh. For I'll share the good first. Okay. Because it really, I was flying high for a few days. <laughs> Went to get my teeth cleaned down in Orange County to the same dentist that I've gone forever because my, the, my, my, LA and surrounding areas experiences were not that great, so I'm like, I'm just gonna go. I'm if they're gonna poke and prod and scrape me, I'm going to someone who's known me since I was a child, where she hugs me, yes, (laughs) good, and where the dentist always asks if I'm still in school, and it's like I've been out of school for a long time. That's actually this time he didn't ask. I think I'm finally looking old enough. Yeah, but for years after that's what he would always ask. Anyway, um, it had been like a year and three months. And I was worried because I knew that I should be going because I get those you know postcards with teeth on them in the mail. <laughs> but anyway, she said that my teeth and my gums look so good. Whoa! Uh oh! I know that I only have to come once a year.
2: Wow! You upgraded. Wait, so before this, what, how often were they telling you to come in?
1: Every six months, like um, all the other regular people. Yeah, That's a big deal. But I now I'm in a special club just <laughs> just once a year and i mean she was like blown away especially in pregnancy that my gums are this yeah. tight
5: what
3: happens Daniel? to pregnant gums they get all loose
1: yeah they get <laughs> you You get um gingivitis <laughs> i'm sorry <throwing>, i'm <laughs> late my issue you a a little I'm cup. there's, there's an wives tale <laughs> I said wives weird. There's an old wives' tale that you lose a tooth for every child you have. Whoa, which Jeez. is not true in these days of modern dentistry. But yeah, it, pregnancy messes up your your teeth and your gums.
2: Not this gal's gums. <laughs> Sweet, thank you. So, now, what kind of special privileges do you get when you make an appointment? Is they do they scrape everybody out, and make way? Allison's coming in for her one-year so thing.
1: No, I think it's just it's sort of like. What's something else I won where I'm like, oh, I know. When I won New York's Funniest Reporter Award <laughs> in 2008, there was no trophy or anything. It was, but it was just the knowledge that okay. all those other people who also <laughs> don't do stand-up, yeah. I beat them. Take that, Anderson Cooper. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Denise, the hygienist, walked me up to the front and told Frances, the uh, behind-the-desk lady, that I was good and I didn't need to come for, for a year And Francis was like, we never hear that. So then naturally I tweeted about it because, you know, this is like quite a feather in my cap, especially after the hard tooth times I've had. (laughs) (laughs) And then Daniel's friend wrote back to me and was like, is that a thing? I thought it's just how often your insurance company will pay for it. And I was like, oh, you make a good point. And then a hygienist wrote or no, someone who had been a hygienist for like nine to 13 years. I can't remember. And was like, I, I've never heard of this. And I was like, please don't take this from me. (laughs) I'm hanging on. I'm white knuckling this. It's, I don't have much right now. And I have this. So anyway, there's the high, but then there was a low. Do we have any sort of thing that would usher in the low? (laughs) yeah that'll work so there i am feeling full of myself and cocksure with these teeth (laughs) and these tight gums yeah and i'm talking to daniel and i don't know what i was doing with a spoon throwing it at my face i guess (laughs) (laughs) and i just absent-mindedly went to take a bite of something and bonked one of my teeth one of my Teeth that doesn't need to be seen for a year, and I chipped my tooth. Oh no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this happens to me.
0: You tempted the tooth guy. Yeah.
1: More uh, I, I flew too close to the sun. This happens <laughs> to me like more often than you'd think. I'm constantly bonking my teeth and then running to the mirror. And like, if you were to look in my phone, in addition to a thousand photos of Elliot, you'd find like a lot of selfies of me just taking pictures of <laughs> <with> my teeth. <laughs> to see what's going on. <laughs> So I went in the bathroom and I looked and I'm like, oh no, I really did chip oh, my tooth. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh meow. That's how I like it. I really did chip my tooth. Uh can you see it? Uh,
2: it's right, you have to there. look hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's okay. not
1: it doesn't jump out at you. It's, right. But it's it jaggedy. is there.
0: You have jaggedy tooth. So wait, now.
2: were you bragging about your one year thing not, as you hit your tooth? No. Oh, okay.
0: Leave.
1: No.
2: But here's the thing. I typically, if I can use a spoon,
1: I will, as opposed to a fork, because I I don't, I can't handle, I can't handle forks. You
2: can get more food that way.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, but yes, but it's mostly just because forks are too dangerous from my (laughs) mouth. I'm too clumsy. Okay. But this was a spoon. So now, what does that mean? Like, I need yeah. the equivalent of a padded room for my mouth. Like, am I on just soup? <laughs> just
0: use plastic spoons, you know. Those
1: cut up the sides of your mouth.
0: Or those rubber kids. Yeah, what spoons. about a
1: baby spoon? I think that's what I'm going to have. We do have those. <laughs> yeah, we do. I don't know what, I think it's, this is all part of like, just being absent-minded. Like, I need to be mindful. You I know will- those people who are like, sit down, mm-hmm. chew each, you know, ha- ha- do nothing when you're eating, other than just eat, chew <laughs> each bite four hundred times. Those are fun people. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I, I will tease you relentlessly about it, but I will say uh, that I relate. And uh, when I brush my teeth, nine times out of ten, after putting the toothpaste on, I will miss my mouth, yeah. and I will smear toothpaste on my upper lip or lower <laughs> lip. I can't seem to get yeah that going.
2: I'm a big jabber into my own gums. Oh really? With yeah. Toothbrush? Yeah. I used to be like that before
1: I started using an electric toothbrush. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just, but like, and like every time that happens, do you get like a little cut there? Yeah. And then I feel like a zit's coming in. Yes. It's a terrible week. Mm. Yeah. yeah. David has your mouth.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I feel great now. I didn't really, I've been hanging out with this mouth for the majority of my life. I, I mean, the other day I was, um, and then this has now happened more than once, brushing my teeth and then something catches my attention. So I'll just leave the toothbrush in there and handle whatever that i don't know what would come up but like Mm -hmm. what is that and grab the door or something to that effect and what would you (laughs) say and then in the process of going back to the sink like all right now let's finish this i inevitably like hit the toothbrush (laughs) (laughs) that's sticking out of my mouth against something (laughs) and always it just sort of jostles and is not painful but i go that could have been bad
1: yeah Yeah. let me be your example Yeah.
3: yeah and i have nightmares about people that like you know go down into your throat and be stuck there and
1: like I can't get my
0: toothbrush and it's
1: I like, what is like, it? What is it? What's,
0: What's happening? <laughs> yeah. I
1: can't understand. Yeah, I can't
0: hear you. You've got exactly. a toothbrush.
1: Enunciate. Stuck
2: your <laughs> what do you need? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Ah, take it out what so we it? can have this conversation.
1: Take
0: the toothbrush out.
1: Oh my gosh, you guys can I talk for a moment about how books are the perfect gift for the littlest readers on your shopping list? Yes. Aww. Elliot loves books. He does. And I love reading to him. And I love how much he loves books, and I feel that, therefore, he is probably superior. Of course. But I think all kids are pretty into it. I think There's a every reason kid that kids likes are to like have the books to them. Yeah. There's a reason that ki- books are like the best gift to give your kid. Uh, and I want to tell you guys about some... Uh some titles from Penguin Random House books. There is a website, holidaymustreads.com, dot com, and it has all their books, and they have them divided for like for the kids who need one more story before bed. And oh, you know, nice for handy. the littlest readers and for and then they have books. Oh, that's for great because we
0: don't know all the books. You know the yeah. classics, but you know, there's lots of new ones.
1: But it was great for me to be looking through it because um, it made me feel really nostalgic mm. for books that I remember from when I was a kid, although I don't remember the plot I just was like, oh my God, I haven't thought of that!" like Mr. Willoughby's Christmas tree does that ring a bell for anyone? No. maybe you would recognize the cover mm-hmm. like I don't yeah. I literally haven't thought of it since I was a kid mm-hmm. but I know that I knew that book and it's like about a guy who if I remember I no spoilers, but he can't fit the tree in his house oh yeah, uh, God. God. I know so sad. no How's I it in?
2: does he get it in? I,
0: does he bend I don't to the know. top or is it yeah, like I think
1: this? he cuts off the top. Well, that, 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 <gasps> yeah, we got to buy it, the book. Don't spoil it. No, that's don't how it. that happens early in it. Don't spoil it. This is what I think happens. <laughs> <laughs> I think he cuts off the top and oh. gives it like to a mouse or something, Who but gets then the... a
0: little tree. Cuz the top is like a miniature oh, yeah. tree.
1: yeah. It's probably not a mouse though. But then the mouse can't fit it in his house, so he so cuts it, it off it and way. then gives it to a amoeba. This sounds I'm that's real cute i think that, that it, really there's no amoeba in this i made sure. that up you guys i made it up <laughs> i can't like a tell a story. lie i know <laughs> and then there's also duck and goose it's time for christmas i don't even know what that one is but it's on my list i, love I it like already. ducks i like geese i like christmas it's all there right up your alley anyway definitely check out HolidayMustReads.com because. There are so you're going to want all the books. Elliot's
0: favorite book this year, the number one book of the year, was a Christmas book. Mm-hmm. Christmas is popular all around with the little ones.
1: Yeah, it's a hit. They love. They it. love it. It they was a it. Christmas scratch and sniff book, Aww. and he loved that book so much that he pulled out many of the pages. So now the, the story like
0: very abridged right now. Yeah,
1: there's like three <laughs> pages in there. It's not a it branch. makes no sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that welcomes some carolers. Yeah. The, and, and then, then there's the a end. stocking. There and then there's a stocking. Yeah, yeah. and then Santa comes.
1: Yeah. You know how it goes. HolidayMustReads.com. holidaymustreads.com brought to you by Random House Children's Books. Okay. David Huntsberger. Yeah. I know that you had a hellish night with a car.
3: That's why I wasn't here last night.
1: Yeah, time. what happened?
3: Uh, around 3:15 a.m. A single note began to play <laughs> from a car oh. horn parked very close to our home. No. And it didn't cease until like seven You've got to be sh- Unreal. And it would was it, it That's crazy. Was it yeah. like Wait, a car alarm or was it just n- someone? Just the beat- horn. And then we thought, what if someone like got shot or just like had a stroke right. and their yeah. head is against yeah. yeah. it? Yeah. Right. So we went outside and all my thoughts are like just Let having a, a baseball body. bat and smashing the window. Well, right.
0: And then I thought. I would think take the whole neighborhood by like. 5 a.m. is out there, just burning it to the ground. If it were New York, everyone tells me
3: that, like, oh, that no one would put up with that. Mm-mm, their yeah. window would have been smashed and the battery unplugged. Yeah, yep. I went. We asked our neighbor the next day, and she was like, "I didn't hear it." We we're like, "You got to be kidding me!" Oh wow! I thought people were going to be coming out of their doors and and screaming. And I in, was cr- wished, in curlers, in and curlers, whose
1: car is this? <laughs> and the next
3: morning, when the person showed up, I raced outside and like looked in the window, and he's just. No part of him was like, "Oh, geez, sorry about that." And maybe he didn't know how long it had been happening. Uh-huh. But I wanted to just shake him and be like, "Yes, that's, I didn't sleep at all, <laughs> just all night." <laughs> me. Oh god! Oh my god! And then, I mean, that, imagine that for an hour. And then every now and again we'd go, and you're like, "Here it goes; it's running out of steam." And then it would blare back oh, and just continue. It was the worst night. And, I, and then <laughs> I was like they have a child this is probably what raising a child is like in a certain way where you just can't sleep so then i felt really bad that i my lack of energy made me not
0: uh no i get it though actually i it's hard to function on no sleep
5: mm-hmm.
3: It was and just the anger like just yes. around, yeah. so like i'm in the worst mood i'm so mad at that person and yeah that's everything.
0: The, that is the one thing i've learned about uh, from having a kid is that lack of sleep makes you Mental. angry it makes you angry yeah that yeah. is the one thing i feel all day when i don't have just like i fucking past <laughs> at everybody yeah uh-huh.
1: you know yes. i would feel this sense of like oh my god how am i gonna do tomorrow how can i possibly like i don't get to try to sleep again until yeah the night and it's only 4 a.m <laughs> like yeah. how am i possibly gonna do this but the difference is when you have a baby you actually have a baby that you ostensibly love this yeah. is just a, a fucking annoying say, horn
3: right it feels like a baby that's it, you know in a different place where you have no tools whatsoever right other right. than the baseball bat or potentially a felony breaking <laughs> in and ring to solve it how? it was ugh. i still
1: don't understand was something leaning on it or was it like no. a malfunction?
3: Yeah, went outside like a lunatic, like in my
0: underpants, like
3: creeped around toward the car and like <laughs> yelled back up to the house. There's no one's dead. And, then, <laughs>
0: and, then, and no, uh, no one else had their lights on or was there was looking...
3: no one out. I just was like, we must live in the most polite neighborhood. Because
0: you live in a very populous area. Yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. lot of people. Dense. Who, very yeah. dense. Mm mm-hmm.
3: And so, and then when you call the service, they go, oh, we're so sorry. We're sending someone right out there. And then an hour later, they but
0: answer. Service. There's
1: like a number that you look up that's yes. not 911. Right, 311. Like it's we, not 311. Uh, but it's a city it service. Or oh, yeah. We called it when there was a car blocking, blocking our, our driveway. driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right. They'll, they'll tow a car.
3: That but happened to me once, many, too. many, many hours. Oh, that was the worst. That, so the car was blocking, went outside, did the check around. Uh, and then finally, I had to leave. So I called. And then when the person gets there... This asshole, rather than just writing the ticket or telling them, knocks on our door. So we're the biggest narcs. And I. Have, and then he has, it was, it was, which car is bugging you? So I oh my walk God. out. Hitting. And I point at the car. And then I look up. And of course, it's all the people from across the street just looking like, all right.
0: Oh, okay. We know how you Yeah, All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but by awful. the way, he couldn't tell which yeah, car you? Yeah.
3: Such is. an asshole right. move. I was just like, you know what you're doing here. Was you, he, you've, you've ruined my
0: life. He's shaming you for yeah. bothering his was evening. He
3: a, was it a cop? He was wearing cop gear.
0: They're, no, they're parking
1: Legally, people. they yeah. were. So, like, oh, cars. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like a parking enforcement yeah. officer. Yeah, which
0: are, around. they're yeah. not.
3: But it wasn't the little white cars with like the fake little lights on it. It was a step up from that. Because he had like a brown uniform on. Oh. Looked more like well, maybe a Maybe you took it something. Someone- I think yeah. that
2: they're, cause I've done that too. And they also were just like, you have to sign this. It said, you're the one who did I was oh. like, I don't want to do that. Right. Uh, yeah. And they were like, oh, they shit. won't know about it. Just if they get sued, they can say that somebody uh, asked this to eesh. happen, but it's still like, don't make me do oh, yeah. that. Forge my signature. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised that they helped us because I literally have never been helped by the LAPD or any like yeah. LA city services. They, if you're not already dead, they're not helping you.
1: Are you already dead, sir? All right, we'll
0: be out in a minute.
1: In your defense, though, it took many hours for them to come out. But they did,
0: and they did tow it eventually, which is more than I had ever. Yeah,
1: and they were, and it was. We've told this story before, but it was our landlord who called us, who's like, "You don't happen to have a friend who's parked in our driveway, do you?" And I was like, "No," Um, because they needed they needed to get in, and we needed to get out, and it was this this uh, it was a black Lexus SUV parked totally blocking the driveway. And um, she had called the number and, like, didn't really get anywhere. And she's like, if you have a chance, would you mind calling the number as well? Um, So we did. And I got through to someone and they made it sound like they were going to be right out.
3: That's what they did to us. Yeah. And And then an hour later, they pretended to kind of wreck it.
1: Oh, we're doing our best. Still still going off?
3: Yeah, you can hear it in the background of the call.
1: But then... I can't, can't remember if on the call or when they came out. I think it was on the call. She's like, "And did you want to ticket them or tow them? I'm like, tow them! Get <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it <laughs> out of here!" But then I remember. So we spent that day, like a couple of cool people, just staring out the window, <laughs> waiting for someone to show up. But also you want to see their face. We wanted yeah. to see yeah. who the person
2: Ooh, was. Right? Who
0: would do this? And then
2: we this, never saw who. We never knew who yeah. it was. Yeah. <sighs> And it's curious, like, what, what kind of person am I gonna be like, yeah, I did the right thing. A, they deserve it. Like a douchebaggy looking dude. Yeah. Because if it had been an old
1: person, I would have felt really guilty. Yep.
2: Yeah. Or like a douche.
1: Any sort of sympathetic <laughs> looking person, I would have felt bad. Yeah. Any sort of feeble sympathetic person. But
0: yeah, my first thought was like, Oh, somebody had an emergency, there's no parking, they they knew they'd probably get towed. But they but didn't it was worth leave
1: it. their I kept saying they would have put their hazards on if it was that kind of situation.
0: Maybe, but you—you you, oh, you just phone try the number.
2: Think. You yeah. just try
0: to think of like yeah. the best answer to this. Right. Like,
2: what is the best? What was the emergency that possibility had to stop here? here?
4: Yeah, you yeah.
0: know that's where my head goes. But then that, that rich starts- asshole high on coke.
2: Well,
4: <laughs> <laughs> that would be my guess. Black well, like- <laughs> SUV in your neighbor, your old neighborhood, yeah. where yeah. there's ample parking. It, well, exactly.
0: Right. And and the, and the problem is like you you start to concoct like what are the good versions of this and they a loathsome person and they just stop (laughs) holding any water and you just realize that any answer to this question is going to be douchebag yeah
2: I had uh, a bright light shine in my window. My neighbors are super close and they put like a surveillance light mm-hmm. out just to keep it safe because there's a house right next to it. But it was like a spotlight in, uh, in my room. Rude. Like, I, I don't think he knew that that was I'm exactly sure he didn't. how it was happening. But for that one night, the scenarios that I had in my mind, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to buy a gun. I'm going to shoot it. Just, <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. Did that happen to you? Like the things that you would do to stop it?
3: It was mostly just the bat. Opening <laughs> again. I was thinking <laughs> Sarah, very practically yeah. like I could... I have the tools, I could just undo the battery, yeah, oh. and then I was like, the bad is the quickest, and then I know that like thieves, I think they use spark plugs because weirdly, when you hit a window, oh. it sort of transfers the energy in a weird way that it just shatters it, and it
0: you, you can. can I think you can use a ball bearing you've got to use something that's very small and hard and to mm-hmm. just to you have to like hit it really that yeah. yeah to
1: shatter a window to shatter a window A ball yeah. bearing really
0: well, it, when I was in college, I had um a friend who had friends, she and these friends would go out and they would steal (laughs) those movie posters from the bus stops that are the really big ones that are backlit. And those have a a similar kind of glass, very hard. And they would just take a very hard steel ball bearing and you throw it really hard and it's that concentrated force that would shatter it where you do you get like, one of it those a,
1: like at a fishing lure store
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know they had
1: hello fishing lures what do you need <laughs> i need a ball bearing because i want to <laughs> steal we have that too <laughs> steal <Okay>. a <laughs> giant poster for the movie singles
0: <laughs> she, oh what did she have she i think she had like um dracula the bram stoker's okay. francis ford coppola and something like that and oh and the um the Batman, the second Tim Burton Batman.
1: That is definitely a period of time that I feel like only hopefully people are only in it when they're around college age, where stealing signs seems like a fun idea. Because I remember yeah. in college we had my uh we had this like we called it a sunroom. It was like this weird little, I don't know what the use for it was, room that tiny little like alcove that connected my room with another girl's room. And one day I walk in there and there's just a giant Marsden quad sign. Marsden Quad was like the quad at our college. Mm-hmm. Someone had stolen it and they decided that would be a good place to keep it. <laughs> I was not part of it. But you, I remember all the time like walking like, oh, you have a huge stop sign or like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't. Do you know anyone nowadays who does that? Steals no. signs? Yeah. <laughs>
3: no, it seems like a, it's
1: like a, a, a rite of passage, though, I think. In college. I'm not endorsing it. Anyone who's listening.
3: When we were in high school. Uh, we were driving home. I was driving home. my pickup truck with a couple of my friends. and there was this bank that would always go in and out of business. So sometimes it was a bank, sometimes it was just a for lease sign there. And in the, there were like hedges around where you would do the drive-through part. And so it was kind of secluded. Right. And for whatever reason, some construction people had put two temporary stop signs there. So they have like the platforms on them. So I like screeched to a halt, did you guys say that? And then we pulled into the bank and loaded both the stop signs in <laughs> my truck and then just drove off like <laughs> now what do we do? We got <laughs> and there was because it was not a highly populated area and it was kind of like a small town did you
0: raise them as your own
3: (laughs) we quickly concocted an idea which was the main drag just you could you know go very fast through it and then right when you got to the school zone during school hours, there was one of those hanging stoplights that was just the red blinking that meant like, hey, slow down, kids are going to be mm-hmm. stopping, crossing here. But it was not a stop sign or stop stoplight. Yeah. And it was off, especially like one in the morning. Or oh, so time you this did morning. something good with them? Nope. Oh. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we And then, so there was a, like a four-way junction there. Mm. But you always, if you were on the two side roads you had to wait and then this was just a main thoroughfare where there was no stopping so we put the stop signs there or put one of them there and then went on one of the side roads and turned the lights off and then we'd like watch (laughs) and see car and they'd be going you know (laughs) one o'clock in the morning people have just worked the longest shift at a casino and they're flying home and then we would flip on my lights and slowly creep out like we had the right of way. <laughs> and then cars are just like, Jesus. <laughs>
1: then
3: we'd quietly oh, just no. cross the road <laughs> <laughs> as if like, yep, that stop sign that's been here And you forever. just did it over and over? <laughs> we did it like three or four times. And then, and I didn't realize at the time how this, this is like a neighbor across the street who had to have been scared of getting a DUI. He was the only person pulled to a complete <laughs> stop and waited there for a bit. And I, I, I recognize his truck, so I never turned on my light. So he doesn't even know that I had ever seen this. He had no idea that anyone Let's was around, see. but he just stopped and was like, well, that's what you thing. do now. <laughs> <laughs> really all mean, right. Just drove we'll on. That way. I didn't realize at the time, like, oh, he's probably really drunk or something. And just like, <laughs> got to cross all your T's. Yeah, I love Ford. it. Isn't that crazy? Though?
2: I yeah. had uh, a few kids that were older than me in high school who went to the same college that I went to. And so we were all in the same uh, sorority. And they were like, it's sort of a cool thing if you can bring a... Okay. Well, I didn't know you were in a sorority. I lasted for a day. Okay. I made it one day. Uh, but they were like, but, hey, if you can bring a street sign with you for your dorm, that's going to be like instant street uh, cred. Yeah. Yeah. Instant. See what so, I'm saying? Yeah. Greek. Yeah. uh So I was like, okay. So I got all my buddies together, and we went, and we got it at two a.m. And then I uh marched in. I was so proud of myself, and I put it up. <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh no, Renee," because I was, was like, "There is." Died. Well, uh, I picked Broadway. I uh, say be <laughs> <not in. laughs> so I have just a street sign that says Broadway that means nothing to anybody other, have, other than in this musical cool. theater wow. dork. Yeah. Well, thanks. I do you still like- have it? I do. Yeah. yeah to this day, funny. real proud. I feel
0: like if your street is like Stoner Avenue, that's going to get stolen a lot.
3: Yeah. I lived um, on Stoner Avenue, and it was never stolen in Culver yeah. City.
0: Huh. I uh, I feel like a big part of the Greek system is stealing signs. Like that's yeah. I, in my experience, uh, that was the case. I went when I was briefly in the pledge, not the pledge process, but that first. What do you call that? You you rush? Yeah, the rush. Yeah, that's your rush semester. Well, you rush. I guess you're a pledge. Yeah. Um, we had to go. They gave us like a um scavenger hunt list of things we had to get overnight. Yeah. And it was like, it was all stealing shit. (laughs) It was, it was crazy. It (laughs) was just like, it was basically, I just, I went on a crime spree that night. (laughs) And and there's this one moment I remember we were down in, um, we're probably down in Huntington uh, Beach and there's a, probably shouldn't say, statue limitations. This is a long time ago. Uh, There was a restaurant that had oars, like giant oars on the front of it. And we had to get oars. And so we just ripped. <laughs> it was part of their, like, logo. It was like it was like the oar house. It was like that was their thing, these oars. They, they just, like, ripped the oars down. And we're just, like, four of us, it's, like, running down the beach with these giant oars. I'm like, I'm just a criminal, you know? Like, we stole fire hydrants out of like, – we had to get roadkill. We steal- had to steal a bicycle. Wait, nice. how do you sp- –
1: I have so many questions about both your and Renee's Panhellenic experience. But hang on, first, I need to talk about Revtown jeans. Okay, ladies, (laughs) listen up. (laughs) The holidays are right around the corner and we all know one of the most difficult things on the holiday to-do list is finding the perfect gift for the guys in our lives. But this year I'm here to help you out. I want you to check out the new denim startup RevTown Jeans at www.revtownusa.com slash Allison. RevTown's founders are former Under Armour guys who spent years building all kinds of amazing, innovative performance fabrics. Now they've created something called Athletic Stretch and infused it into denim, creating some seriously amazing Extra comfortable jeans for guys. If you're tired of seeing your guy in the same or gal really in the same beat up jeans day after day. This is your chance to upgrade his look with jeans that he'll actually like wearing. Pick up a pair of these super comfortable, super good looking jeans for your guy for the holidays. You can even pick up a couple of Revtown's Puma cotton shirts and gift a whole new outfit. Now, if you're really on it, check out revtownusa.com slash Alison. Revtown and I work together to give you guys a little something special. You have a chance to get a total wardrobe upgrade for your guy two RevTown jeans and three RevTown tees from me to you. Just visit RevTownUSA.com slash Allison and enter your email address and you could get the most amazing jeans and tees your guy will ever wear. And also they have an online digital tailor, which is pretty amazing. It makes right. a great gift. Daniel received RevTown jeans and a RevTown shirt and yep. I, saw, I saw them arrive and I'm like, oh, cool. And yep. then you had the box sitting open on the bed and I saw the t-shirt and jeans and I was envious
0: the yeah they're stylish they're comfortable the the t-shirts too i know are like i well, as soon as I tell the shirt i'm like these,
1: you're gonna love this shirt because we'll you're t-shirts. like a shirt snob
0: mm-hmm. yeah they'll do the t-shirts and i'm a i'm a shirt snob mm-hmm. like for real and hardcore this, this, is, this is this is now one of my favorite like undershirts it's a nice shirt company.
1: you're such a shirt snob this is gonna undermine your point but my point it's gonna just under undermine
0: <laughs> do it undermine it
1: <sighs> you're such a shirt snob that you'll mm-hmm. have your favorite shirts and you won't accept any others except for your favorites. So you'll wear them till they're threadbare. Which have, makes you sound not like a shirt snob, but you are.
0: No, well, because I do have some uh, undershirts that are so great. And the companies stopped making them. And so it's just like, I'm going to wear these till they're dust. And they're, they're like...
1: They're so close. So, <laughs> they're so close <laughs> But now dust. you have your red T- RevTown shirt. Yeah, these are pretty good. But is that an undershirt or just a t-shirt? It's
0: both. It's, but well, you, 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 the Can't one I got is a gray one, uh-huh. so that functions mostly not as an undershirt, but I think that it's easily an undershirt too.
1: Yeah, they're they're. I was impressed by the quality. Yeah. Um. All right, Daniel. Yeah. What were the? Th- Remind me what your whole frat situation was. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. I pledged a fraternity when I first got to college. I didn't know anything about Greek system and it's very strong at USC, so everybody is rushing. And you know? I was like, okay. And uh a friend of mine was was pledging this one house uh called Kappa Alpha. And so I was like, I like this guy, he's my friend, so I'll be in his friend group. And so <laughs> I didn't know anything about the fraternity or anything. Turns out the fraternity was like founded by Robert E. Lee and is <laughs> oh my god. And they were like Every year they would secede from the row, the row being like the street where all the fraternity and sorority houses were. So they would secede mm-hmm. and they would like steal
1: to keep the a memory bunch of the like, Civil War alive. They, yeah,
0: they would steal a bunch of like plywood and they would build a wall around their fraternity and then the rest of the row would like try to break it. It was like the craziest <laughs> like thing. And they, they still held on to traditions like they would have a, a, this is this feels like the kind of thing out of the 40s and 50s, but they would have a goldfish and the pledges were supposed to take care of that goldfish and make sure nothing happened to that goldfish. So you always had to have someone at the goldfish at all times because <laughs> the other members of the house would eat it.
1: Oh, would swallow they it? They would I've swallow heard the goldfish.
0: That. And if they ate the goldfish, then you were in trouble. And so you always had to guard the goldfish. And I'm like, joke's on you, motherfucker. You're eating, I don't care. You're eating you a, you goldfish. Ate a goldfish. <laughs> like, why? No, I don't give it. Um,
1: would they be made to eat it or they just opted to eat it?
0: they wanted to punish you the whole the whole thing but
1: i mean couldn't they just like there's just other ways to get rid of a goldfish i'm thinking like flush it or instead look of up, swallowing
0: look it. up swallowing goldfish no i'm aware it's that a that's whole a frat fraternity thing, thing. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> yeah. just like i don't know why <laughs> frat guys like swallowing goldfish. but this is
1: not like a fancy goldfish with the bulging eyes right because i feel like that would be you. i didn't get on that. far <laughs>
0: enough to get to the goldfish part okay. of it because like i got maybe a couple two three weeks into the process and it was actually that night uh the scavenger hunt night Cause they, you know, you get there at, at like dusk. They give you a list, and they're like, "By sun up, you guys have to have every item on this list." And this is the kicker. And here's a puzzle, and you have to put this puzzle together in the dark.
2: Huh. A jigsaw okay, puzzle. Jigsaw
0: puzzle. So, uh, you spend all night gathering the items on this list, and then you get them all, and then you're doing the puzzle, and you realize they st- they pocketed a few pieces of the puzzle there's no way to win that's the whole point the whole point is that they're gonna punish you mm. no matter what
1: and what what happens if they punish you
0: i don't know because i quit the next day
1: <laughs> because i was
0: just like i spent the whole day like stealing shit and i was like i do not feel good about this you know and i don't know why am i doing something that i wouldn't do yeah. like i wouldn't this isn't me yeah i'm not uh, you know um and then the next day i had to go because uh, I was in film school, I was going to go crew on a film. So I just sun came up. I'm walking across campus to go to the film school, and there was uh, uh, just a homeless guy or something like that, and I gave him money. I'm like, I'm such a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> like, I'm giving this guy money to feel good about myself. I spent the whole night, like, stealing bikes out of people's garages and shit. Like, fuck was and, and for what? So that I can sit around and drink beer with a bunch of guys I don't even know or like? You know, the whole thing seems so... Just insane to me.
1: So wait, you had to... Yeah, I was going to ask what other things did you have to steal? I can't... I, I, I just... So all like I remember is the bike... I remember stuff.
0: going through... I remember going through a hotel and finding the fire extinguisher and stealing the fire extinguisher and putting it under, like, my shirt. <laughs> um, I remember stealing the oars. I remember stealing roadkill. I remember stealing a bicycle. How did you there find the roadkill? There was a the whole bunch of other Yeah, shit. The roadkill? We were just driving up the PCH or whatever and just found, like, a dead squirrel or something or raccoon or i don't know what it was um he was yeah it was a real delight
2: the recipient of that <laughs> has got to be why why would you put that on the list you don't want to get that when they come right home. i know Where they just wanted to
0: make your life yeah, miserable like, I i'm just was, wondering
2: do you think people ran
1: over things
0: well op- honestly awful. like if you couldn't find roadkill then what are you going to do kill right. an animal mm. yeah. um i i don't know but it was also like for what I, the only reason I was doing it was cuz everyone else was doing it. It yeah. wasn't like anyway. Uh that yeah, that was that. But Kappa Alpha. Um that's I forget. That's <laughs> they reason. had I, and the roof they had a they had spray painted uh, cuz you'd go up on the roof to drink and they had it sprayed spray painted balls out. <laughs> <laughs> cuz that's how you have to be, bro. Yeah. You got to you got to live your life balls out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Renee, what was your experience? Sure. Well, I have now a habit that I've observed of anytime I'm going someplace new, I want to like completely create a new personality. And the personality I always want to create is badass. Uh <laughs> Which falls just, out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Balls I want to be falls out. So the they had three sororities there. And then one was but like Where did you go again? The, I went to Oklahoma City University, mm-hmm. uh, home of Kristen Chinowith and Kelly O'Hara. Mm-hmm. Um they they had three. So there was uh, Gamma Phi Beta, which was like the artistic one, and then there was Alpha Phi, which was the really pretty uh, snooty girls.
0: Alpha Phi, all for free.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Uh- <laughs> And then there was Alpha Chi Omega, which was just like the nerds, like super smart, nerdy kids. Uh, so we went through the whole thing. And I was like, obviously, Alpha V, I'm, I'm a badass. I, I decided that's my claim. And then I got put into the nerd group. <laughs> and then and then just because of my uh-uh. ego, I was like, I'm okay. I'm all right. And then I quit. And then I didn't have any friends all through college because it was so small. Yeah. Did you have to do anything like
1: um- – steal
2: stuff there was a lot of crying that was required, in the like uh everybody everybody would go around and just like uh tell us something you've never told anybody, and then like if you weren't crying at the end of it, it seemed like you were that was kind of the requirement so it, it was
1: it was more emotional,
2: yeah theft yeah.
0: <laughs> I do have another fraternity, so I ended up pledging another fraternity what? later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I did not see that coming. First Both thing you have to Greek understand boys. is
0: how much the Greek system has is just throttles the social life at USC. No,
1: I, I'm i aware. So it
0: was like the decision to drop out was, you know, made life difficult on the party uh, tip. And then but what happened is and I won't get into the whole fucking long boring story. But uh, I was like tapped on the shoulder to be in a fraternity. I wasn't looking to be in it. And there was a whole thing that, about the fraternity coming back on campus. So it's going to be a big deal. So, okay, fine. We go on a retreat.
1: What's the time period? Between? The same
0: semester. This is like later in that same semester. <laughs> um, and <laughs> so then I go on this retreat and I remember me and my friend who were there, we were, we were at this like, cabin and it was similar to the only reason I'm telling you is because it's similar yeah. to Renee's story and where everyone's like in this dark room and there's a circle of chairs. And everyone's telling stories. But in this cabin, there was like a huge refrigerator, like one of those industrial like food refrigerators. And they had put all the beer in that refrigerator and you were supposed to bring your own beer. Right. But I was poor. I didn't have any money to bring my own beer. And so um, we were just sneaking off and drinking everybody else's beer. <laughs> And then telling bullshit stories and just laughing because we were drinking their beer. <laughs> and then I, I dropped out of that one too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did you intend to join that one though?
0: I was just kind of going along to see how it would, how it was, and then we did, We ended up. I ended up sort of becoming a member, but I couldn't afford to stay in it because I couldn't afford the dues. Uh, and then um, we wanted. I wanted my buddy to be in it because I didn't really like now, the guys it- that were in it.
1: Is this the buddy from before, or did he end up becoming yes, a... Yes, it was. Oh, he also didn't become he a didn't Kappa, get,
0: whatever. Fucking hell, he didn't get... He, I pledged Kappa Alpha. and was he, it, Wait, was that Squee or Snot Yeah,
4: it was. The, <laughs> was that? It
0: was, yeah. It, and, and Squee uh, didn't get a bid from Kappa Alpha. After he he had, I pledged Ores. it because he was pledging it, and then he didn't get a bid. I was like, well, I'll just stick with this. So then, I got into this <laughs> other one, Pi Kappa Alpha, and Pike, and and then pike like i brought him into pledge week or whatever rush week and then the guys voted and then they didn't want him either and i was like what is this i want to be friends (laughs) with this
1: guy but i can't like
0: get him into my friend clubs why was he
1: he such a frat repeller? yeah what happened
0: i don't know i wasn't involved in the conversations with him but is there anything
1: you could see about him was he not a team player did, was he not balls out? Uh, he wasn't
0: balls out <laughs> enough. He definitely his, his did not have his balls totally out. In. They were in. They were very much, he kept his balls in his underwear. And I, I said, buddy, like, get those balls and out. Read
2: the sign. Let's <laughs> yeah, do this.
0: Let's see them balls. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think he just uh, didn't interview well. I don't know. Oh my God, Look at what, my balls.
1: What do they ask you in the interview? Well, they're I'm not interviewing. Very, they just like they have
0: anti-gree. a party. They have a party, and you just like mingle.
2: But <laughs> is it possible that he took oh, it they can too suck far? My nuts. And uh, in his interview, he did go like literal balls out. I feel like that, that would get why. you in. He's
0: like, Thanks I neck. will tickle your balls <laughs> to be in your fraternity. And they're like, all right, I like right. ball tickling. <laughs> oh, they can <laughs> suck my nuts. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, the whole thing is so f- weird.
1: Oh, my God. All these special memories. (laughs) Don't you wish you could preserve them forever? (laughs) No. Imagine if you had these memories on analog recordings. Imagine if you had cassette tapes of all of this and you had actual hard copy photographs or you had reel-to-reels or you had videotapes, which, by the way, I have, I don't, personally own reel to reels but i have all of that stuff i have i mentioned the cassette tapes that i have of that my parents made of me learning to talk and stuff and i'm like i have got to to uh turn those into something that can still be played these days yeah because and also because that kind of first of all that the technology that's what i say the technology is obsolete but actual like videotapes i have i was in a musical in eighth grade what? which one yeah tom sawyer oh boy even at the, the time rush, the restaurant yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i played mrs harper and she's barely even a character in the book she's a cool cool guy <laughs> <laughs> even at the time when they chose tom sawyer i think most of the parents at the school were like why are you choosing this musical <laughs> is it a real musical and yeah. i'm still unclear however there's a song in it echo echo i hear you over there it's been stuck in my head ever since eighth grade this <laughs> is not important though What's important important is through Legacy Box, you can send all of your analog stuff that you want to convert to digital. And they are specialists in converting it to digital. And they will return it to you as either a DVD or a CD or a actual digital computer file. And it's amazing. And it's so simple. And you have to do this. First of all, it makes a great gift. Second of all, it's a new way to enjoy all your memories, and third of all, it makes everything. We just moved, and we are dragging around like a ton of videotapes and stuff. Right, and I can't bring myself to let go of them.
0: But it'd be nice to digitize them and then throw the originals
1: away. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a great way to like compact, to make everything more compact, mm-hmm. and it'll allow you to actually appreciate all this stuff. Take a trip down memory lane. Use Legacy Box. They're amazing. Over 450 thousand families have trusted Legacy. Legacy Box over a decade of experience. All the work is done by hand right here in the USA. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. Visit legacybox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering my listeners an exclusive discount. Go to legacybox.com slash Allison to get forty percent off your first order. Go to legacybox.com slash Allison and save forty percent today. Get started preserving your past.
0: Couple quick things. I had an uncle who was one of the early adopters to the home video camera. Uh-huh. And he would just set that camera up and it was just hours and hours of just nothing. Huh. You know, just people. Fun fact, Daniel's uncle was Bob Crane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. and, and we were always just like, who's going to ever fucking watch this? Like this is just literally hours of the family sitting around doing nothing. But the brilliant thing is you can have it digitized and just skip through and find quickly the interesting bits. What you if know? there aren't any? <laughs> Oh, there's there are, <laughs> yeah, there but sure there's are. some good stuff in there. And then the other question is, Renee, um, yes. when high schools put on plays, do they have to pay for the rights to do that play? Do you know?
2: Yes, but it's minimal.
0: Yeah, I would think that the reason, like we did, um, uh, like something about Benjamin Franklin, like frankly Franklin, like, <laughs> and it's and it's like that's is that one's cheap. <laughs> that was like a dollar fifty to put on. But yeah, every yeah.
1: year at the school I went to... You're
0: not it, doing Les Mis when you're, right. you know... Well,
1: exactly. no. They're not doing Les Mis, But every year at the school that I went to, the eighth graders put on a musical and the seventh graders were the crew. And it was a big thing. And they did like Sound of Music and HMS Pinafore and Pirates of Penzance um, and uh, Andy Get Your Gun. And I can't remember the other ones. But like... Oh, Bye Real Bye Birdie. Ones. Yeah. And then my year... When I was in seventh grade... I ran house lights, You're which like really hoping, involves like- just turning them on and then turning them back off <laughs> <laughs> a couple times. I ran house lights during Greece and then we got to Meyer and they did Tom Sawyer. Oh no. No one's ever heard. I really think they might have written it themselves. They might have cobbled it together. I'm not sure. Do you
2: remember your script? Did your script look like it had been used before people had previously highlighted or underlined it? No, it was fresh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fresh from I mean, me. that's that's good evidence that's that maybe it was a, a brand there, new baby for you. Yeah. Yeah, there
4: was no script. That was the tip <laughs> off. <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly they're like just however you I feel. Don't know, say echo a few times
1: <laughs> david huntsberger yeah did you have any sort of fraternity experiences
3: we had to eat a bunch of goldfish <laughs> 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 crackers <laughs> um when i was in high school there was this guy who he had like transferred over for his senior year from the private school and he was like taller than everybody and he was just a classic like 80s bad guy, sort of like well-combed hair and just like good posture. And I mean, he was just like from like a wealthy In the 80s, family. the bad
0: guys were just like well-groomed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Like, oh, yeah, That
3: guy's gonna go to an Ivy League school. I hate him. <laughs> and uh, he he could dunk, which was really cool. And um, I don't remember even us knowing him really at all when he was in school. we were a year or two below. And then one night, my same friends that we sold those stop signs with like, we got invited by this guy. We can go over to the fraternity house. And we were all like, even in high, we were just very like,
5: ah,
2: fuck that. <laughs> but, they were like, but
3: we did we like didn't really have much booze and kind of thought like, ah, maybe we should go check it out. Yeah. And thinking we were going to go into a crazy scene, but I, I don't know if it was like one of the breaks or something. Cause there were like three people there. <laughs> And it was just this guy that we knew from high school who'd gotten really into drinking, and he was making this – he had a pot like he was brewing beer and this little stove in his room. Remember all the lights being very dark? Like they just didn't want to ever have any lights on in the house, Mm -hmm. so it felt almost abandoned. Yeah. And he would ladle us out booze <laughs> and it had Applejack cereal in it. So I still what? kind of remember the taste. It was warm and then you'd like chew on the Applejack and like, that's pretty good. Right. And then we just had the run of this giant like sort of mansion-y house. And then we kind of had fun, but we didn't, the other people would come in, what's up? Who are these dudes? <laughs> and like, oh, I went to high school with them. Cool. And they'd take off. And then I remember us kind of having fun and then at the end of the night being like,
5: eh, that was
3: it's, it's fine, too weird. It was just weird and... Yeah, it wasn't like a party or anything. It was just this it was like watching this guy who'd been such a hero in high school be like, I make uh, booze in my room <laughs> in a pot now. Oh. So What was you know. the flavor of it
1: besides the apple jacks?
3: I can remember the temperature really well. And I remember the Was it like it a was, cider? It was cidery, yeah. It was like kind of appley on oh, its own. And then the it. apple jacks really kicked it up. Yeah.
2: So I remember it being pretty good. Interesting. But yeah, there is something about required friendship that doesn't make it as fun. You're yeah. <laughs> like, well, I have yeah. to do this. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think that's, that's the big reason it, it, in fraternities and probably sororities too, why they do that semester. Cause it, bonds you right so you get really bonded to those guys that you're doing all that shit with because it's anytime you you know you go through something so yeah i think that's the reason they do that i agree because otherwise it is just you're just paying for a group of friends <laughs>
2: why is this happening
1: in defense of it because i have always been like staunchly anti all of that mm-hmm. um my friend corinne who i would not think would be a sorority person um I remember we were walking around Brooklyn and she said that she she like said something about her sorority sisters and I was like, What? <laughs> and I said some you know, I, I it was clear that I was like anti and then she was like, Those are some of the closest bonds I have. Those <laughs> women are so supportive. Like I what love school that did she go to <sighs> I don't know.
0: It's bullshit.
1: No, but I feel like she was serious because I mean, yeah, she, she's pretty well, she's no, pretty that, like on the level. I feel like she big, had She went to a small school. She had had a good experience.
0: No, they do become your closest friends. That's true. But the the Greek system is shit and should be abolished. It's like it is a way of of perpetuating a class system in this society that's Mm -hmm. fucking awful, especially at a school like USC, where you have like tons of these really, really rich kids. And they all they it's a way to make sure that they don't have to socialize. They do not have to socialize at all with anyone who isn't in their same class. So they go to SAE. I got a chip on my shoulder, <laughs> but it's like they go to SAE, and you know what's that? It's just like the preppy fucking rich kid fraternity, and they already know who they're taking before school even starts. Right, and they get those guys in there, and they and their the the girls in the fraternity are the same, and it's like all the rest of us, you know, we're just the fucking the riff raff, and um they network with each other and whatever they just perpetuate that class system and it's fucking bullshit
1: i just feel like if that's your life like where do you go from? and <laughs> and
0: they're i'm sorry but it's like it is a of whatever it, i okay ato i'm gonna call these fuckers out like ato <laughs> was the jock for? fraternity at usc
1: alpha theta omega
0: whatever and <laughs> when i was at, when i was at pike pike uh, you had, tell him Squee. Balls <laughs> out. Give it to him. I'll tell you something about Squee. So uh Pike uh had been at USC for years and years and then got kicked off campus for doing who knows what. And so one of the older like guys was kind of giving us the the history of Pike, right? Like you guys gotta know how cool we were, <laughs> da da da. And he took us to the ATO fraternity that used to be their house. Mm. And that fucking house had literal rape rooms in it. Like, what? there was a fucking hallway that was, it's burned down, so it's it's not that way now, I presume. (laughs) Uh, But, like, they had a hallway with wood paneling, and there's, like, this portion where he, like, hit the wall, and the wall opened, and inside the fucking was a room with no lights, painted black, and a mattress on the floor. He's like, yeah, you could just, like, get a girl really drunk and then come in, boom, and before she knows it, she can't get out. She doesn't know where she... And That's I was what like, he was saying? What the
2: fuck? Oh, my God. Well, he didn't God. put it
0: like that, but he's like, yeah, you get it and then boom, and then you know you do... And it's like, Ugh. holy shit. Yeah. Like, that... And then you could get into that room through a little crawl space that went under a desk of one of the guy's bedrooms. It was like, oh, my God. I... Uh, and then I had a... Uh, whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> if there, I had if a friend who someone. worked at the rape center on campus, and she'd get caught. And it, the whole thing was just... Th- there's definitely a good side to it. I get it. But... You could have, ju- you could just as easily have a great social life and all those friends if you didn't have the Greek system. It does not need to exist.
1: Yeah, like, I think. I mean, I think I feel that way. I just felt like paying lip service to what it exists. To Corinne's experience, at a school but... like
0: USC, because the alumni who went there have such a tight uh, bond with the fraternity, and they are the ones who donate money to the school. Do
1: you think the rape rooms are still there?
0: I hope not. Did you guys read Missoula?
1: No, what is that?
0: Uh, John Crackower,
3: the uh, Missoula, Montana, like was had this outrageously high rate of on-campus rapes, and it just kind of tracks through the college system, the world. I mean, it's everyone, anyone sending a child to college, you're even thinking about it, should read. Especially a girl should read this. It's. it's just so gross everyone Mm -hmm. i've talked to that's ever read it's like god that's the word i'm glad i read it but man it's so hard to read if
0: i had a daughter i would never let her go to a fraternity party never never
1: you think you're gonna have that much control over her when she's in college uh
0: i wouldn't have control but i mean i would
2: really drive it i would really drive it home the
3: um brock turner yeah one Mm -hmm. that one was like kind of a that story sort of perpetuates like Missoula fairly similar to that where, so she was an older sister and her friend or her sister invited her like come to whether it was like homecoming week or whatever it was at Stanford, which you wouldn't think would be that sort of a school. Mm-hmm. And her sister kind of showed up with this, like ah, I'm 23 now, I'm in the old, she was wearing a sweater. Like I'm the old lady of the group. And then just got a little, her tolerance wasn't where she thought it would be or just got a little too drunk for like where she wanted to get as far as like she wanted to get drunk, but like, Mm-hmm, right, and in Missoula, that sort of thing happens where you're just like, how do you protect a child against that? It's yeah. one thing if someone slips something to them, or they just get way out of control. But you gotta have a friend base, a group around you that's like, hey, we're not leaving here unless we're all going mm-hmm. arm in arm. It's oh god, it's so troubling. And there's a, a chapter where this kid, I don't, he must be speaking anonymously because he's just so. It, not aware that what he's doing is like implicating himself as a rapist. But he's just like, yeah, when I was in college like what we do. And he's the thing you're just describing. Like yeah. we would kind of, you know, meet a girl on campus, a younger, like definitely better if they're freshmen, invited to a party and they thought it was the coolest thing. And then you just go over and like keep giving them drinks and then you take them up to a room and you just kind of like, you know, you just keep, not taking no for an answer. It just talks through right. like, "Oh, oh you're God. raping people. You're right. raping." And sex. that's
0: why you say the Apple Jacks and thing. Like it was always Jungle Juice. It was mm-hmm. always yeah. like yeah. sweet fruity. Right. That's yeah. not for the guys. Yeah, guys just want to drink Bud Light or Coors or whatever. They the Jungle Juice was for the girls to get wasted quickly.
2: Yeah. Let's well, do. Uh, <laughs> hey, but
0: <laughs> Christmas is coming up. <laughs> Don't forget to shop it. <laughs>
1: oh my God, you guys. <laughs> This is not a good segue, but I wanted to tell you that traditional multivitamins weren't doing women any favors, so Ritual reimagined one from the ground up. The result, essential for women, two daily capsules made with the nine essential nutrients most women lack. Uh, Essential for women, the future of vitamins is clear. This is Ritual vitamins that I'm talking about, and uh, I've talked about them before, and I can't... I, I don't know where my little bottle is to show you guys. They are... Incredibly attractive vitamins. Oh, I know if where you... they
4: are. <clears throat> They're in one of the 4,000 boxes in your <laughs> living room. <laughs>
1: That's from... Yes. Uh, for anyone who correct. doesn't know, I <laughs> <laughs> don't know where anything is. Mm-hmm. But they have uh, a patented beadlet in oil uh, formulation. And they are really good for you. They taste really good. They smell really good. And they look super cool.
0: You'll want to wear them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) These are vitamins for cynics by cynics. Um, And from D3 to omega-3, ritual essential for women fills the gaps in a woman's diet, all with a fresh minty flavor and no fishy aftertaste. And Ritual Essential Prenatal is the prenatal reborn. For those of us thinking about it, trying and expecting, Ritual Essential Prenatal is conceived to deliver the essential nutrients from DHA to folate that a woman needs at every stage. And here's the thing that I think is the most cool about these um, these particular vitamins. Most people just take vitamins. You, you don't know specifically where each you know ingredient in the vitamin is from, and yet many of us are obsessive label readers. Mm-hmm. So Ritual is like, we're going to give you all that information. Um, it's all vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. And their sources are 100% out there for the whole world to see on their So You can see where everything was sourced from. Whether you're living life or creating it, why not add some good-looking science into your daily routine? Visit Ritual.com slash Rosen to start your Ritual today. That's Ritual.com slash Rosen All right, so next week is Thanksgiving. You'll be hearing the next week's episode on Thanksgiving.
0: This week is Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah, this comes out on Thanksgiving.
0: Three days from now.
2: That's We're not releasing this last
1: week. (laughs) I am all turned around. Mm -hmm. I am all turned around. Today is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving! Hi is everyone. that right? Oh my God, it's coming so fast.
0: Too fast. Yeah. I honestly want to propose just squeezing two weeks in between, adding a couple of weeks between the holidays.
2: So, it wouldn't make more sense, especially for going home purposes. Yeah. You're like, hi, I, and then I'll see you again in three weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. just too much. So today, geez, gee whiz. <laughs>
1: today <laughs> is Thanksgiving. Where will everyone be? Daniel and I will be in Hawaii. Well, we'll wow. be on our way to Hawaii. Hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> that's the plan. Yeah. Nice. We're taking our first trip with Elliot since he's been born. Mm-hmm. First plane ride for Elliot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost the first plane ride for us since he's been born. Except I flew to San Francisco. It's the only first no. for me. Yeah. Um. And uh. And I'm looking forward to it.
0: I'm more nervous because you're so pregnant. I know. And it's just. Uh, I actually. Um, have you looked up hospitals I was like w- do they have hosp-? yeah I was like do they, they do <laughs> I bet they do they do so <laughs> that's good but you know what if something happens in the air will the like air pressure make the baby's ears pop <laughs> 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 and he's going to want to come out I don't know
1: is that how it works well,
0: the, I know with Ellie, I talked uh, to someone who's flown with little ones, and you do have to because the really little ones don't know how to pop their ears, and they'll freak out because it hurts when they're yeah, when they start to land. Yeah. Right. So you have to, you know, give them something to suck on or whatever, like a pacifier, and hopefully they can, you know, get your ears popped. I
1: was again. joking. Is that how it works? That the baby inside me's ears will pop, <laughs> and then it'll want to be want to be born because you got to stay in there, little guy. It's not time yet.
0: Yeah, hopefully he doesn't.
1: Right. I feel well, like it's time to get out. Wish <laughs> the for the best. <laughs> best. Here I come. I think We're hoping for the best. Uh the last couple times I went to Hawaii a tragedy followed soon after. So yes. I do No
0: while in, in we, your life oh, or I in guess, the world. In my
1: life. Okay. In my A personal tragedy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, someone close to me died right after I came back from Hawaii when I was twenty. And then our dog uh died when we went to Hawaii for our honeymoon. So
0: Hawaii has not been. I do a lucky feel that I am
1: tempting the fates cosmically. However, I also feel like, but it doesn't work that way. Right. But I, j- if it does, I mean, everyone just be super careful because who knows where this is going to strike? <laughs> who's who's going to get it? I don't know. Hmm. It's never who you but think. But Hawaii it is.
3: nonetheless stays the top of your places to go. I know.
1: <laughs> My sister was saying that to me. She's like, <laughs> "We could take you somewhere else." I totally get. Um, she's like because I was like, it's I know it's crazy, magical thinking, but I'm just you know convinced that something bad's going to happen. And she's like, I it's completely irrational, but I am surprised that you still want to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Have you guys It's a looked- nice place. Yeah. I, think I know. I
4: think you're due for a win.
1: <laughs> I feel like I am. It's like when
4: you get in a car accident, you're very likely yeah. to not have a car accident I for just, a long time. I
1: just, sorry, I cut you off. You
0: have been to Hawaii, and tragedy hasn't befallen. Right.
1: I mean, I went when I was like three or four. Yeah, there you go. And it that worked out fine. Once
3: we never told you, you are great
1: <laughs>
5: antagonist.
3: Sweetie. Oh wait, no,
1: I might have also gone. I think I also went when I was like eight or ten or something. Mm. So yeah, I've got so fifty percent of the time it's been fine.
2: I'm just going but, on record as saying I knew it <laughs> if something <laughs> bad happened. Jesus Christ. Maybe it's what you did in Hawaii. Did you have alcohol the two times that bad things happened? No, N- no. no. One of them, I one one time I did. Okay. Um,
4: oh, did you go into the cave, cave with Greg, Peter, and Bobby and take <laughs> there the There out? That's why, because you're not supposed to do that.
1: We're going to a new island this time, though, so mm-hmm. I feel like you know that's <laughs> shaking not it up. Not remotely close. Yeah, we'll be fine. I don't know about everyone else. going right. to be fine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, nothing
4: ever happens to you. <laughs> yeah. It's always somebody else.
1: Well, that was my thinking. That was my thinking last time, because I'm like, I can't Thanks, Allison. I can't lose anyone. And then I'm like, wait, what makes me think it's going to be someone else? It could be mm-hmm. me. <laughs> anyway, what are you guys going to do? <laughs> Where are you going to be for Thanksgiving?
2: Uh, yeah, we're just having a little Friendsgiving, uh, yeah. little three places. I like to hop. I like to stop by all of them. One friend is just doing appetizers. She won't let you bring right. anything but appetizers. I'm like, I'll take that. I like that. So it should be fun. What are you, what are you doing?
3: i'm not celebrating out of protest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't
3: like the origin of the nope. holiday well, but no, i i think we should change the name
0: i think they are i think there there's a um well not the name but the they're calling it like native american remembrance day or something like that like there's a way to well no <laughs> we there's a
2: change our traditions there's a way well, to right? change the of change. focus of it yeah. and mm-hmm. still
0: celebrate thanksgiving i think but yeah. you just you're sort of thinking of other things you yeah. snuculos
3: should have to do, well i guess you can go to an indian casino and donate some money to like a reservation or something but some sort of causes that that in some way offer some level of reparations for first nations people yeah. that'd be nice uh, i'm just gonna do a friendsgiving
4: and stew the whole time <laughs> yeah,
2: i'm very <laughs> mad i'm here i'm so <laughs> mad jeff what about you
4: I'm going to super lay low. I might brew a batch of beer, but that's about all I plan. I might brew a batch of beer and then make a batch of my homemade Cheez-Its. Oh.
1: Oh, my God.
4: I I don't know if I'll do any real cooking on that day, but I did buy enough turkey and what else did I buy? I bought turkey and something else to enjoy that on on or around Thanksgiving because I do like that food. But yeah, I'm just laying low.
2: Nice. Well,
1: usually on the thanksgiving episode uh, usually like last year and i don't know if it was the year before <laughs> too i'm like let's go around the table and say what we're, we're thankful for but um we're not going to do that this time <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank god
1: because <laughs> i forgot when this one i it just it's prepped up on me but i am thankful for everyone at this table and i'm thankful for the listeners of this podcast you guys are the best Is there anything we need to say at the end? I mean, we already gave our where you find us is. Thanks
3: thanks for Robert
0: Mueller. (laughs) I I hope.
1: God God willing. (laughs) Please, please. Thanks.
0: Thanks for him. Uh,
1: Thanks for supporting me on Patreon. Patreon. (laughs) Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. (laughs) Patreon.
0: i'm just thankful we're gonna be
1: doing a live stream from hawaii Ooh! Mm -hmm. and daniel and i just recorded a special us bonus episode and and shit got real i said Ah! that last time but shit always gets real on those so check that out yeah
0: i feel like you covered my thanks is i think the fact that we're still able to do this podcast and everybody who listens is so amazing and i'm thankful for my family i'm thankful for i mean we're there's a lot to be thankful for yeah
2: you said we didn't have to do. This, I know, so no doing. I know. It.
0: You, Allison, went back on your word. Well, you gotta I, bring. I wasn't gonna make everyone else do it. I was just gonna, positive. I, you attitude. can't just do a thankful and then expect <laughs> everyone else to just be silent because I was that makes what us, I was expecting makes it seem like we're not thankful.
1: <laughs> Does, if anyone wants to chime in, they can. Otherwise, I'm, I'm thankful that
0: Trump's a fucking idiot, and so he's not good at being bad. You know what I mean? Like I'm thankful for that. Are you going to cut yeah. this out? She always cuts out the Trump stuff. Usually that. every episode I'll go on for like 10 minutes. You only hear it because she just cuts get a little, it out.
1: Just get, a snap. get a little out of there. Yeah. That is not true. Right. Pass, prove <laughs> it. pass,
0: pass, pass it. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, Check true. out the garage. Oh it. it. yeah, it's a big garage. Get, get out of here, you mump. Yeah, Prove it.
1: I can't prove the non-existence That's right, of you your can't. Trump sprees.
2: <laughs> Everybody knows. Uh, but yeah, also like, we're thankful for you. I le- Every time I get to do the show, I'm like... Ah. I like it here. Aww. Also, my dog. I like my dog a <laughs> Thank lot.
1: you.
4: I'm thankful for the little things in life, including
0: people who live balls out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. Thank you for living balls yeah. out. Thank you for yeah. balls. <laughs> balls out. Thank you for
2: letting them be out. <laughs> All
1: right, you guys. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I love you. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison
0: Rosen show?